Hi everyone, this is Aaron and you are listening to the Sound Words Podcast, a podcast where we get a look into the life and times of today's worship leaders. Today's first time guest is Matt Tong. Matt is on the accompanying faculty at AMDA and is also a staff collaborative pianist at UCLA. He serves as a worship leader, pianist, and cellist at our church, FCBC Walnut. We talk about growing up at and returning to FCBC Walnut, UCLA and AMDA, the Camasso String Quartet, and his online presence. Thanks for listening. So how did you hear about this podcast, man? Did you know that I did this before like I asked you to come on? I, I knew. I think I saw maybe some of your posts. Nice. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think I actually saw one of your earlier ones where it was just you and you had like a worship theme sort of thing. I don't, I don't remember if I listened to those, but that was, that was the first time I kind of heard about um, your podcast. I think the first ones I listened to were the ones where you did interview um, some of the other people um, in, from In Transit. So were you like, oh shoot, like Aaron might ask me or like, <laughs> oh, I want to be on yeah. this podcast so bad. <laughs> no, I, I think I was like, I think Aaron might ask me eventually. <laughs> so I was just I was like, I don't, I don't really care if I'm on the podcast or not. <laughs> well, well you're the perfect guest, man, because um, you're, you're relatively new, like to FCBC Walnut. Mm. Or I mean, you've been coming your life, right? But then you, you went yeah. away, but you're like coming back again, you know, trying to get back into the whole music routine. Yeah, and you're like a, yeah, and you're like a professional musician too, you know. So you're, you're like right up like my alley of who I want to be <laughs> on this podcast, man. Sure. Um, Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about like your your whole story, man. I guess like, I guess how you started coming to church and then you went to college and then how you came back. Tell me about that whole that whole thing. And then I guess you can even blend in like your music career <laughs> in there too. <laughs> sure. I feel like I guess church and music kind of started at the, around the same time. I think like around four years old. That's when I kind of remember my conscious activity that's when my parents started bringing me to I think church in like the Monterey Park area because that's where we lived back then and that's also when I started playing piano <laughs> I was four years old my mom was my first piano teacher and then yeah eventually started cello around 10 years old I moved to FCBC actually I think I might have moved to FCBC around four or five I'm not sure it was when I started I think kindergarten that I came to Walnut so I remember going to Vehar for kindergarten. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to all those, like, RA <laughs> Friday night things. And we had, like, those little meetings and our memory verses and our um, reciting the different, like, ambassador, I don't know, statements <laughs> that we had. Yeah, I guess, like, for me, the gospel, I, I think I heard that the first time during a VBS in second grade. I, I don't remember who the lady was, Um Auntie Alice claims it was her. <laughs> she's going exactly. to take credit for it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember, yeah, that was the first time I walked into a room and she, and she had like this paper set out with like the picture of sin and God and me and how sin separated us. And it was a very vivid experience. And I, yeah, I, I believe that was the moment that God started to plant um, the seed of um, belief in Christianity in me. And yeah, I'm super, super thankful for that. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I just, yeah. And then I went to Gap. I went to Unicoi. I think because of my, I guess, personality, I wasn't as involved in church in the sense like I, I was. I don't think we played music together when you were in high school, mm-hmm. man. Like what oh. happened? You were just like, forget this, dude. I don't want to do this. Or like, <laughs> I think maybe, 
maybe this was like, I was so shy. I didn't want to like ever ask that, Hey, I, I want to, I want to do this or I want to play. Sure. I, I did play in like children's worship with like Auntie Michelle. I remember doing that a lot or like Auntie Emily Cam. She was helping a lot with children's worship back then too. Didn't you still do orchestra stuff back then too? Yeah. There was like a little orchestra that I think Nathaniel Yuan put okay, on. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Times, yeah. And yeah. I, I helped out with that. that was yeah. Fun. I think that's <laughs> how I knew that like, okay, this guy plays, but like, you know, like you didn't play yeah. on Fridays or whatever. So there was, there was this like workshop thing that we had that I remember I met you. Oh yeah. I think that was the first time I might've talked to you really or like kind of knew some of the people who did worship more. And when you were in high I school, I was really young. I don't know if it was middle school or high school. Wow. But it yeah, was like I a part, that. I think, I think it was when you started first playing keys or started learning keys. Oh, that's crazy. No, no, no way. No way. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> I started playing piano when I was your, when like same as you, when I was four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But maybe at church, maybe that's when I did more piano versus maybe like the chords, like playing chords. Oh, okay, yeah, that might, yeah, that might be true too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember there was like a weird like piano workshop thing that happened there. <laughs> I, I forgot who led it. It was like a, a lady who led it. Man, yeah, I don't, I don't remember at all, dude. I don't remember that at all. It was, it was kind of funny because I don't think anyone, everyone's like super quiet, and she was trying to like get us to engage. Nice. And nobody was like volunteering. <laughs> Okay, that sounds yeah. pretty yeah that sounds about right That's actually <laughs> typical of what we would have at our church yes mm-hmm. so then you went to college at ucla right yeah i went to ucla i joined goc okay um pretty much because of tyler and john and how they invited me okay out. so you're, you're their um age i guess in that yeah they were a year they were a year older than me so they went first and then they told me about the fellowship and i was i was down to just be a bigger part of fellowship at that point because I wasn't as much a part of it in high school. In right, school. right, 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 right. Did you lead music there? I helped out with, I think I started helping out with sound team first. Okay, nice. Like helping out with the technical side of setup. And I, I also started to be a part of the music side of GOC. And I, I played, I played, uh, yeah, I played piano and cello um, there. I never actually like, I don't think I ever led um, the fellowship worship as in like the actual singer leader. But yeah, I was able to help out with the Friday night and also the Sundays, because they have like a G- the Grace Community Church has like an orchestra. Right, right, right. So I started getting able to play for that. And that was, yeah, that was fun because I got to meet a lot of older musicians who are also kind of doing it professionally and also still serving um, the church faithfully. Yeah, so I, I stayed at UCLA five years and I went to Rochester, New York to study at Eastman School of Music for two years. And then after that, I came back um, to Walnut, to FCBC Walnut. And yeah started to try to get a little more plugged into in transit into fcbc was there ever like doubt in your mind about like oh i want to come back to fcbc versus try something else i there was a little bit because i I knew i I really enjoyed the small church that i was a part of in rochester so there was a yeah i I did have thoughts where like i I did want to join maybe a smaller church but i think it might have also been because my parents were already part of fcbc walnut that i wanted to be there so I could be at a church with my parents as well and possibly serve with them when they serve as well. Because my mom likes to lead in the Cantonese worship too. Oh, so. I didn't even know that. Nice. Yeah. When you went to music school, right, you graduated and now you're working. So tell me about your job, man, because I, I don't think I'm 100% clear oh, on like, sure. <laughs> what you do. exactly. You're like an accompanist, right? Yeah. The main, I guess the main thing I do is I accompany students in classes, in their lessons, in their performances. I, I split my time mainly between two schools. One is UCLA, which I did my undergrad at. And the other school is AMDA, which stands for 
American Musical and Dramatic Academy, and it's in it's in the Hollywood City area. Okay, okay, okay. It's actually really close to Pantages, so it's a nice area for students to be in. Nice. And how do you like <laughs> that job? Is this like your dream job, or do you want to do something else? It's. I think right now it's a very ideal job for me because I'm learning a lot. I don't know if I'd want to stay in this area forever because I, I do want to be able to keep learning and getting uh, maybe more teaching positions. Oh, okay. Okay. Because right now it's more like I'm I'm either just the pianist in the in the class or I kind of lead warm ups or I'll help like individually get students to learn certain notes in music. So yeah. When you um do the collaborations or you know the classroom stuff, these are students who are also aiming to be professional musicians mm-hmm. in in amda they aim to be like professional broadway stars basically. wow wow that, that's, that's, that's what they're training deal, man. for yeah and then at ucla they're aiming to be like either classical or whatever musician they want to be um ucla is more like you're not sure where they really want to head to because they can branch out to a lot of different areas but amda is mainly specifically geared towards like you want to do something on Broadway or you want to do something related to that. Man, that sounds so crazy, man. So like you're, you're sitting there and they're, they're singers, right? Are they singers or are they other musicians? Yeah, they all, they're all singers. So they all sing, act, dance. That's okay. the main thing. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 So they're the ones that are actually the, like the performers on the stage. Mm-hmm. Like they're not in yeah. the pit. Okay. I see. When you're doing this, like, are you like, oh shoot, that person's really good. <laughs> or like, do you, or like, are you like, oh man, that guy, like, <laughs> I don't know if you should be doing this, you know? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. There's oh, a big wow. range of students. And so what does professionalism look like at, at your level? It's, you know, like, I think it's just, I, I, I mean, for me, I feel like I'm just trying to encourage every student to reach the potential that they can get to. Mm, mm. I think at a certain point, some, stu- some professors or teachers have the right to say like, okay, maybe you should relook and reexamine where you want to head. Mm, mm. But at least during the schooling, I think everyone's trying to get each person to improve to where they think they or where, where the teacher thinks they could get to and they try to push them. So does that mean that over the course of like a, what, a semester or, or a year that you're getting to know these people like kind of closely? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. They have, I think it's like a 15 week semester is what they do. That is so fascinating. I'm going to have to ask you more questions about, about this stuff later, man. Cause this is sure, go over <laughs> like this whole, like, okay. So basically like you're in this whole other realm of music that I have no clue about, you know, I just, <laughs> You know, this, I mean, Broadway stuff, mm. this is like, you know, popular stuff. Well, not not like pop music stuff, but like, you know, mm. this is like stuff that actual, you know, mainstream people actually care about at least a little bit, you know, mm. that Broadway sure, yeah. world. Yeah. So that's really cool. And then at UCLA, though, like these are students and they don't know where they're going. And so what's your relationship with them? Are you like seen as their teacher or are you just seen as like, oh, he's the guy that plays? It probably, yeah, I think it, it's... It depends on who I'm playing with. Like sometimes I'm, I'm only called in to play for like, it's, it's called like a studio class where all the people in the same studio have a group sort of lesson. And I'm just there to play and pretty much play and go. I just play with them and then I leave right after. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And other times I have like certain projects where I'm working with a certain student towards a certain like recital or performance. And that's where I kind of have a little more time to just express what I think about what they're doing. Yeah, like recently I, I went on a trip to Kentucky with like these trumpet players and they had, they had a competition over there. So I got to spend a little more time with each of them to work on their specific piece that they wanted to present. Which job do you like better, the AMDA or the UCLA? It, I feel like it switches. because mm. I think I, I do like AMDA a lot because I feel like playing like that type of Broadway musical uh, music is a bit more fun at times. But it's not as strict 
or as like you don't have to worry about notes as much as in the classical side of playing. So I do feel a bit more free in certain ways. But there there is a certain like satisfaction that happens when you put all the work into learning a classical piece and it's and it works so well with the person you're playing with. But it just takes a lot. I feel like it takes a lot. It's a different type of effort and time that you put um, into classical stuff. I can only imagine, man. And I'm sure it's a different payoff doing church stuff too, I guess. Yeah, church is, <laughs> I feel like church is more more tied to the, the Broadway things. Oh, the really? How, things. how so? How so? Because it's very, yeah, because both the Broadway and church, they both use like the chord sheets a lot of times. Oh, okay, okay, right. So there are right. moments where you just have to feel a certain groove instead of playing certain notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a big part of playing in worship. Like you need to have a certain groove in mind. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that with the rest of the, the music team, the band. Right on. Yeah, okay, let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about our team on Sunday, man. How has it been <laughs> for you joining uh, our team on Sundays? Actually, like even when you first started playing with us, that was kind of like a new version or a new iteration of like who I normally play with already. So when you joined, yeah. it was like like the perfect timing actually kind of to switch over. Uh, we started doing like this acoustic vibe kind of thing, you know, uh, more yeah. cajon type of stuff. Um, so, yeah, how, how has it been for you, man, being on cello, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Playing cello is a little different, too. It's been, yeah, it's been really, I feel like it's always really fun playing with people from church because I know they're all from such different like backgrounds, like, Christ, like Christianity-wise, faith-wise, and also music-wise. So it's cool to see how we're all able to come together and just worship in this like kind of setting. Yeah, it's fun to know that we all have the same goal and we all have the same heart behind what we're doing. Like when I'm, when I'm not at church, I know I don't know what the other student actually has in mind. Like I'm pretty sure they're not doing music to glorify God in that moment. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm on Sundays or like on Thursdays, Fridays, I know for sure like all of us are here for that central oh, for sure. goal of yes, like glorifying absolutely. God with our music, which is yes. really, really, it's a very different kind of feel just from that. that yeah. Foundation. Yeah. Like, okay. So, so normally, like, I guess even on Sundays, you've been like technically accompanying, right? On your cello. And so like, what's your, like, what's your mindset being on cello versus piano? And then also knowing that like you're the you're the string instrument, you're the support, you know, like what's your mindset? What what's your your process going into that? <laughs> I feel like for cello, I, I feel like I'm the like the sprinkles on the frosting <laughs> on the cake. <laughs> which is what someone told me in GOC, like someone who was training me. Like <laughs> that was the phrase that um she used and it stuck with me a lot because I'm like, it's kind of true. Like you don't want to be kind of like blasting the whole band out with like your celloist, cellistic solos or something, but you, you add a certain thing that's very noticeable and it does change like the, like the Flavor. mood or the feel of everything. Yeah. If everything, yeah. yeah. You add a lot of sugar, <laughs> not too much. If it's too much and it's too much. <laughs> Have you enjoyed playing cello versus, you know, your normal piano routine, I guess. Yeah. I enjoy cello and in a way cello, I don't have to worry about, certain technical things because i'm not too worried about like filling out the whole chord or making sure i play the right chord yeah 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 because if i if i'm off a little bit i know for cello i can always move into a note that fits right right right. are you ever stressed when you play on sundays um sometimes if i don't know the song if i don't know the song it can be a little stressful (laughs) really i'm like i don't know what to play (laughs) but there's always the default like you just play some note in the chord and just yeah, hold it out right, right, right. <laughs> and try to vibrate it as beautifully as you can. <laughs> I think, I think um, having you on, on the team has definitely, yeah, added a lot to it, man. Like the way I see it is 
like now I, I feel like it's noticeable when you're not there, right? And so I, I appreciate you being there, doing what you do, doing the lead lines, but also being able to, you know, connect um, the song together, kind of uh, making it smoother for everybody. And so I enjoyed you being on the team, man. Thanks for playing with us. You're, you're one of the few musicians that I know that is actually like sort of active on social media. And so like, I, we need to talk about this. Oh, yeah, because sort of. yeah, because like, you, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm trying to be active, you know, doing this podcast and everything. Um, but you got stuff going on for you. The first thing that you got going on for you is um, your, your string quartet. Yeah. Your string quartet. Yeah. So tell me about that. And uh, what, what, what are you guys doing? Uh, so yeah, we're, we're the Camasso quartet. <laughs> And then we we do covers. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> the nice. thing we do is we do covers of of kind of music that we enjoy that we've all like had a connection to, maybe either growing up or something we like. So a lot of, a lot of the Studio Ghibli things that we cover are things that we personally enjoy a lot. Oh, okay. So we okay. wanted to find a way to to play together using that. And you guys have <clears> done like weddings and stuff too, right? Yeah. The the reason we even started as a group was because we had a friend who a friend from high school whose sister was getting married, and then. She like charged our friend with like finding music, <laughs> so he he knew that I I studied music, so he asked me if I could find a group, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna ask. ask call up call up the super friends and make a yeah, group dude. together. Yeah, wow. Yeah, actually, that the group started with just three of us. It was me, Aaron, Alvin. Like before before any of the wedding stuff happened, we would we would just meet together and we'd play play different music things together and play for some other church things. But then with the wedding, the quartet, that's when we uh, we added Kristen. Um, to it to have that two violin two cello yeah quartet, so yeah let's talk about that <laughs> yeah you're not you're not even a real quartet man like you guys nope. are a, a hodgepodge and so oh yeah do people ever like come up to you and be like uh what what kind of group are you guys exactly because you know you're not exactly the typical string quartet like does anybody notice do you think um i don't know i don't know how many people care about that kind of technicality <laughs> yeah besides like people talker. who study music yeah. Yeah, most people are just happy to have some kind of string sound to add. What's the arrangement of you guys? Like, are you are you the leader? Are you like the band leader? <laughs> I don't, um, we will we'll kind of like switch off doing arrangements at times. Oh, okay. Like sometimes I'll write something and arrange something. Sometimes Aaron will write and arrange something. Um, recently, Kristen has been arranging more things. Um, Al- Alvin is more on the technical video side of things. So he's the one who like does all the storyboarding and all the editing to put the videos together. And then Aaron's the one who does like the sound editing and try to like mix it together to sound a little more congruent. As yeah, a yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's kind of like our different roles. And I think, I think Kristen, Kristen is technically our like social media person. <laughs> so she's, she's the one who posts things on um, Facebook, on Instagram. That sounds really good, man. So everybody has a role. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like your role isn't as important as the other roles. <laughs> Yeah, I think the role is also like if if we do do wedding things, I'm the person who kind of connects with the people and does the the managing side of that stuff, so they don't have to deal with all that. Right, just... right, man. That's a good setup, man. So you guys are a set group, then, right? Like you don't, you're not a rotating cast of <laughs> instrumentalists, right? Like it's it's you four and that's it. Yeah, it's us four. We have some people who want to like play with us, like as like guest guest artists. <laughs> or something so we might have other people come in well how do you feel about that though like i mean i'm I'm always down for that i think it's fun too it's fun to collaborate with different people very very true man very true well actually i might have a project or a collaboration for you guys actually man i want to record some of uh some of our original 
uh, worship tunes. And so I might have mm-hmm. to tap into you guys if you guys are available <laughs> and down to do it, man. Yeah, just yeah, hit us up. <laughs> um, I Definitely also, down. <laughs> very cool, man. Thank you. Thank you. I want to talk about your website, man. You have a website, mattmtong.com, oh. right? Ooh, yes. <laughs> okay, so tell me about this website. Like, why does it exist? Did somebody force you to make this? And uh, what's your goal with the website? Yeah, someone did force me to make it. <laughs> it was it was part of a music ed class. I figured, man. So That's why I had to I, ask. I studied music ed, and they made us all do like a portfolio sort of website. Mm-hmm. So originally, the website looked really different. It was more of a portfolio of my um, skill as an educator. Yeah. So I put up all of the different like um, lesson plans or different things I had done with different schools. And then eventually I kind of switched out of pursuing music ed specifically and did more piano and cello performance things. So that's how I added more of the videos and media that, that it currently has. I like the website, man. I think it's pretty comprehensive, actually. Um, I like your logo. Who did your logo? It's, oh, it's quite unique. Ooh, that, was, that was from, do you know Fiverr? Fiverr, yeah, I know Fiverr. Yeah, yeah I asked someone on Fiverr to make a logo for me. <laughs> And then it's ingenious, yeah, man. They it's came ingenious. up with that idea. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're so smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool, man. Very cool. And it was really $5. Uh, I think I paid a little more because I, I wanted to find someone who would be willing to do it fairly quickly. Oh, okay. Okay. And I know sometimes the, the exactly $5 ones are very, you don't know, you don't know what you're really getting. All right, right, right. So um, the other question I had for your website is that you have your uh, repertoire on there, right? And so um, for all those classical pieces, like let's pretend somebody was like, oh, I want to hire you to play this, this piece or whatever. Are you like, okay, I can do it like right now or, <laughs> you know, just on the repertoire. Does that mean like, oh yeah, you can play it, but you know, give yourself like a week to polish it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more that the second one, okay. it, just, it just shows that you've done this and you've worked on it in the past. So you have that kind of background in it. Yeah. I definitely can't pull off both of those pieces out of nowhere yeah man that's like i i could probably like 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 go through it but not be like have it a very good performance level mm, 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 but it would take a while to like polish it up to something that i think the classical world expects <laughs> you to have yeah 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 um okay last one about the social media your instagram you you did one cover song and I then did. and uh i'm still waiting for for my request to be answered man so i know What's going on with your I'm waiting. I'm trying to get that. I, yeah, I I, I meant to do that every week. (laughs) I even said, I said, this is a weekly cover thing. And I totally failed myself. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just hard for me to set, set up like a specific time in the week to do it. That that was my goal. My goal is to make it every, like every Thursday morning, I would use my time to record something, put it together, upload it. But then the Thursday after that Thursday, I was called in to do something. And then that kind of caused me not to do it. <laughs> and then it just, yeah, it just broke the cycle that never started. So <laughs> I'm trying, yeah, my aim is to try to get some kind of routine back going. Because I think without that, I would never even get anything <laughs> recorded or done. I think that's the good thing about the quartet, because we're a group. We, we will set times to commit to like, all right, we're going to meet this time, this day, and we're just going to practice through this record it whatever happens we're gonna record it <laughs> then we're just gonna edit the best fix it in the in the editing <laughs> yeah it's all it's on air <laughs> hey man well dude i really appreciate all the things that you're doing online man like 
even just having a web presence, you know, it's it's really uh, inspiring to see um, a professional musician and really going out there and and you know making stuff happen, man. So good job, and of course, I appreciate you for serving at FCBC Walnuts. And it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been a joy to have you on board, man, and even to to serve with you. So thanks for uh, for doing it. Thanks for doing this podcast. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, for being my guest on the show, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Please send me your feedback or questions for follow-up. You can even send me any questions specifically for Matt to follow up on, and I'll be sure to get to them in the next few episodes. Also in the show notes, you'll find links to our podcast archive, and don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for Sound Words. My website is musicgoon.com. The email address for this podcast is soundwords at musicgoon.com. And you can always tweet me at musicgoon. Thanks. See you soon.